Trump tweets that Baltimore is a rat infested city. Apparently, this makes him a racist. Or is Baltimore a rat infested city? We get into that. And then Cardi B has quite a lot to say about the political atmosphere. Let's talk about it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes. Then you can go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter, check out our merchandise. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Now, yeah. in the middle of the intro... You laughed. I'm sure it caught it a little bit. <laughs> Why did you laugh when I mentioned Cardi B commenting who, on the political atmosphere? Because who gives a fuck what Cardi B thinks? It was funny because, quote, uh, a quote, a comment in the, well, I mean, it's a quotable comment in in the comment section on the World Star video where Cardi B saying all that shit. It's like, who gives a damn what this prostitute has to say? <laughs> Yeah, that's my fucking sentiments echoed right there. I mean, it's just... When she comments on <sighs> politics, though, it, she always sounds super ignorant. And to be quite honest, I think she hurts the left way more than she helps. Yeah. I mean, first, let's start at the fact that famous people are not are not aware of the politics of everything. Many of them aren't. Yeah, yeah. I'd say like 90% of them are not. 90, yeah. But, but, you should be able to speak your mind. 100%. Yeah, and, and I feel, well, it's you know. It's just sad when it's uninformed. Yes. And it's so apparent how uninformed it is. Like, really, yeah. in the comments, I didn't see one comment in support of what she was saying it was all like man this bitch is dumb what a hoe she should just stick to writing and sucking dick like this that's all i mean and obviously comment sections that's you find a lot of that stuff but typically you're able to find somebody in support of such a thing but in this case there was nada yeah because i mean you'd have to have some form of i guess legitimacy yeah. Behind what you say. Obviously, she's not in politics. She's does, she's a does yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it caught me off guard. <laughs> she's obviously a prosty. No, but like I mean, if she would have said something in a very informed manner and you could tell that she did her research and she knows that, you know, you know, I don't know everything, but I know what I'm talking about here, then I'd I'd respect it. But I, I could just tell it's a rant about shit that you probably heard somewhere. And didn't even bother to yeah. check the facts. What you know? she said was that the Republicans are not standing up to Trump and the illegal things that he's done, which, I, what is that? I don't know. Uh, 
and that the Democrats have a lot of good ideas to make the country better. She went over none of them. And that Trump could really win in 2020 if we don't do something, y'all. And it's like a 50-second, 58-second video. It's like about a minute long. And... And this helped how exactly? What what did you what was your the, the root cause behind this? I think she's able to get away with that though, because we live in a time where you don't have to substantiate shit. Yeah. You get to like be you get to be the best just by saying you're the best. Like yeah. that's really literally like all you have to do. Like I don't know if you knew this. Yeah, we've been friends for a very long time, but I I I never told you I'm the greatest football player ever. Oh, what? Yeah, I did. I, I never told you that. Yeah, I'm gonna applaud your ass. Yeah, like I am. Like I. Uh, oh, and also, I'm the best golfer ever. Oh, never man. played golf, only miniature golf. But I'm the best golfer ever too. I believe you. And I swim faster than Michael Phelps. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah, but I bet you can. Right. It's funny. You've known me almost my whole life, and yet you didn't know these things about me. But yeah, I applaud everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, no, you should support me. Yeah, support, support and tweet about it and retweet because that's where that's the times we live in. Hell yeah! Is there anything you're the best at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best at everything. I did it. Nah, that's a me like Porter ass shit. But no, like it, it, it's just fucking hilarious because think about it. Like everything, it, it, people. This starts even in, like, the fact that there's a fucking thing as a selfie. <laughs> like, I hate that. You want an award for everything, and that's the mentality. Oh, I could say whatever. I This is me. Oh, look, accept me for me. And, and uh, yeah, you know, I'm beautiful. Well, no, you're 400 pounds. You're not beautiful. You should probably look better. That, that will make you feel better. No, no, no. Live better. Yeah, and then didn't they have that whole that whole thing with the uh, they they were trying to push this whole like fat thing. Yeah, uh, like there a I whole forgot. like campaign against fat shaming. Well, fat actually, shaming, yeah. you're obese. There's segments of society and culture that want shame eradicated, totally, but. The- that segment definitely doesn't go over the Game of Thrones fans. <laughs> Why you say that? Shame. Oh. Shame. But the problem is that shame can be good because it sort of, it can, in I think in a healthy society, keep things in place. Like, for instance, like the fact that if somebody is overweight, like me, even me, like when I when I look in the mirror and I'm like, damn, like I've been I could see I've been eating bad this week. Like yeah. I could look and see it's like that little bit of shame that I feel because that's what that is. Like, yeah, that's yeah. What, it's like, damn, I'm ashamed. Like, damn, I don't like that. Let me yeah. change what I've done so I don't feel this way or, or, or think of myself this way. There's nothing wrong with that. Like all of this. All of this body positivity stuff, I don't have a problem with it. Like body positivity is no, good, no. but let it be substantiated by something. 
Yeah. Don't let it just be, oh, well, no matter what the situation, what the scenario, you're just supposed to like and accept it. No, that's that's yeah, the whole yeah. point of standards. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, that's what kills me about, about like, like men and women when it comes to, like, dating. Oh, like, you just got to love me for me. Like, no. Yeah. Fucking step your game up. Like, that's standards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything should be standards and... There or there should be a standard, and if something doesn't meet your standard, and whatever that 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 something is realizes that it's not up to par with either its own standard or your standard, that's where the shame comes in. Yeah. And yeah. if society has a standard, shame comes with that. Now, if it's a standard that is not like that doesn't behoove you or isn't not to your own to your own good, well then that's that's different. For instance, college. Yeah, like oh, you didn't go to college. You gotta go to college. All right, well that's your standard, but your standard is not substantiated because all I see is a bunch of people going to college, accruing a bunch of debt, and not even getting jobs in the fields that that they really went exactly. to college for. So or that's what I'm saying. So yeah. if there is a standard or or shaming yeah. taking place, is it substantiated? What good? comes from it yeah well th think of like the standards that they set for models and they fucking get all bulimic and fucking throw up everything well that's not a good standard right now now just to be skinny you're trying to fucking basically hurt your body and make like just bad damage just irreparable damage yeah because it's like well now you're not really gonna be normal because i i heard like a lot of people that, that that get used to that it's hard to to stop after that they just throw everything up after that and all shit like that. It's like it's it's that's not a good standard. That's not a good standard. So it, it's like you got to be realistic about it. But it's that's the world we live in. So because of that, you get the Cardi B's or the fucking Snoop Dogg saying shit or fucking you know LeBron James saying some shit. It's like well no, just because you have just because you're the best NBA player in the world doesn't make you automatically a genius and actually you sound kind of dumb right now because you're not backing what you say you know especially when like the person who you call out invites you on their show and then yeah you don't you don't, you don't even comment on it or show up or nothing like that exactly and it's and obviously like we saw like look at hillary all, all the people all the famous people oh look jay-z beyonce we're fucking friends Oh, look, Katy Perry. Oh, look, everyone fucking loves me. Well, that didn't help you in the fucking on election night. That's because people are able to distinguish that. I mean, there's people who are going to be dumb enough to think that, oh, well, yeah. And I think now more she's than cool ever. She's cool with Beyonce. She's cool with me. Because of the alternative media, like forms of media like this, other podcasts, certain YouTube channels. Yeah. It's even harder than ever to pull the wool over people's eyes. I yeah. think people are getting more and more aware that, hey man, this person, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you could say like, oh, Chicago is an amazing city. People are happy with the taxes, but then like, 
the reality the reality is something totally different yeah exactly and then you'll see people complain about this i think shit. it's very interesting people were saying oh trump is start trying to incite a, a race war and a civil war and everything like that when he tweeted about al sharpton saying that al sharpton hates whites and hates cops yeah but the truth of the matter is by and large al sharpton i haven't seen or at least I'm not aware of many examples in which he tweeted disdain towards cops, but I seen a lot of comments in which he commented disdain towards white people. And it's funny because Trump saying that and bringing that shit out now, all of a sudden he's like the bad guy. But that's my point is like Trump is sort of representative of the alternative media in the sense that he's going to say a lot of things that the mainstream won't say and that a lot of people have wanted to say or have felt like saying, but just didn't know if they could say it. Yeah. For instance, and you and I predicted this shit years ago, like all of the the, the flack that white people were getting under oh, the yeah. Obama administration and yeah. like uh, under his presidency culturally, we knew that they would like backlash on that. They'd be like, all right, like you guys want to blame us for like all these ills. Like yeah. literally there's nobody alive now that is white that has ever owned a slave, but yet you're yeah. still blaming these people. Yeah. Like yeah. what the fuck do you expect is going to happen? And, and, and to an extent it's like, you're blaming, you're blaming some other race and like, really you should hire, like you have low standards, hire your standards. You know what I'm saying? Like care about where you're at where you live what people what what people are doing in your community because it's a reflection of you you know and 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 you will pay for that you know like if 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 10 latino motherfuckers go to walgreens and steal laundry detergent and, and 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 i go into the store and all of a sudden the laundry the laundry detergent is locked up like it is in the hood exactly it, it, it where in, we grew in, up in you hood go, ass yeah walgreens everything is fucking locked up deodorant lo- like you got you literally need to walk around the store damn near with an attendant so they can unlock all this shit do you have the right to be mad about that that you've been inconvenienced do you no <laughs> i mean cuz i mean that's a business that's that, that's running in, in the hood that knows that this is what's going to happen. And I guess what I'm trying to go go with, uh, with this is we need to be mad about that shit. Like, we need to be mad. Like, I, I should be mad and, and, and obviously saddened and, and, and to an extent, like, you know, disappointed in general that, like, that's that's the way our neighborhood is and that's the way... That's the way we we have to to go shopping because like you can't have fucking <laughs> fucking what, what is it Dawn soap and fucking laundry detergent and fucking household things out you know so you could grab and it's like well at that point there's no white person doing this that's just us doing that to ourselves no yeah you've you've created this e- exactly like the, the the standard the standards in which we live are not the standards in which in which a white person might li- might live in in let's say Naperville you know so yeah there's a difference there's a difference from Gage Park and Naperville and that that's the thing that that always interests me is that there's no real analyzation of culture mm-hmm. like w- w- 
why don't people do that? Like, it's so crazy to me because I'm not saying like, like, for instance, all Jews have money or all white people do things like this or all Mexicans do things like that or all blacks do things like that. But it's just like you do see segments in cultures and a lot of times it is race based and you see that it's like there's a certain way of going about it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. And at some point, I don't think you got to be too smart for it to beg to question, okay, well, why do these people have it like this? Why are they like, for instance, you you've traveled, we've traveled together like you you've seen it. When you travel, you see more white people than anything traveling. Yeah. Way more white people traveling. The Book of Mormon. We're the only brown and black people there, man. Yeah. Us and our friends were the only brown and black. Well, I mean, not the only, but like besides the other two, probably somewhere yeah. that we didn't see. We didn't see them. I didn't see anyone else of color besides us when we went to go see the Book of Mormon. Motherfuckers were in the opera house, you know, and, and it was just us. Yeah. So it's like, well, yeah, that traveling, I mean, you know, the better neighborhoods are, there's, there is more white people. And it's, and it's astonishing because it's like, well, individually, you could be better than anybody, no matter the, the, your skin color. Yeah. But, but then you start realizing it's culture, you know, like there, there are certain things like, for example, I think we've talked about this like ooh, one of like the beginning episodes where like Asian people like they're really adamant about grades in school, like yeah. extremely adamant. Like I, when I was when I worked at Best Buy in the South Loop, I was like my, my second job. Um, yeah, like the, the, there was the, the, well, there's a lot of Asian kids that work there, too, because Chinatown is like literally right next to the South Loop. Um they would talk about that. I said, yeah, yeah. You, like parents, they don't, our parents, they don't play with that shit. Like you got to get A's. Yeah. There's just no B's. I'm like, what? Should I get a C? They'll be like, man, congratulations. You did it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but like to, to an Asian person, Chinese person, and I say Chinese because Chinatown, um, shit, fucking a B, man, you're a fucking failure. I should have aborted. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's how that that that's the mentality. Um, Jewish and Indian people, and and I only say that from the shopping aspect. Like, just very frugal. Like, very frugal. Like, they would buy a camera, and like to sell them a memory card is like fucking trying to do brain surgery. Yeah. <laughs> I said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. And see that their their whole thought was well I would be like well you need one it's like yeah 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 well I'm gonna go to uh, eBay or Amazon so obviously you go to eBay and Amazon you're gonna get it for like fucking you basically you're gonna get it like the the marked down price the price that like 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 where there's no middleman so which like a memory card at the time would run let's say like forty bucks like with good memory shit online you'll get that same memory card for ten. Yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't you yeah. you know but like in my th in, in my mind i was like well why would you do all that shit don't you want to just take pictures now yeah you know because that's how we are we're like just yeah, fucking just right, 30 bucks yeah. yeah just get it done so I, I don't i don't understand that but it's like well that's part of their culture yeah you know what i mean um shit there's differences between the same 
the same people, but like different countries. So like Latino people, Cuban people, Puerto Rican people. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you. <laughs> and I'm saying, because he's Cuban and I'm, and I'm Puerto Rican. But like Cuban people are like far like we better win. yeah because <laughs> when i said that shit he, he smirked i was I like was fuck like, you i was like tread softly yeah. <laughs> yeah and like like and like puerto i i can't stand chicago puerto ricans man like I, obviously i have puerto rican friends in chicago and, and, I'm, and i'm and i'm saying this as a blanket statement because there are some puerto ricans i fucks with but it's just like oh y'all, y'all are a bunch of fucking what, what the fuck y'all doing Whereas, like, with Cuban people, you just, re- like, in Chicago, anyone that's Cuban in Chicago that I've met, they're on, they're on point. You know what I mean? Like, they're trying to better themselves. And, like, these motherfuckers are trying to, like, gangbang. Yeah, like, Cub- like Ricans, Cuban Cuban guys, women, like, they're always, like, they got, like, there's always something, like, yeah. something, like, you know. Even conversation-wise, yeah. really, like, cover- like, it, like, let's take everything out of, like, if there's something going on, just conversation. Yeah. Like, you're going to have a way better conversation with a Cuban person than a Puerto Rican person here in Chicago, at least. Because I have been to Puerto Rico and, like, polar opposites. Real humble people. Like, conversation was well, great. Well, that's it, it's the same thing from, like, like, the Cubans here in Chicago versus, like, the Cubans in Miami. In Miami, they're very flamboyant, real flashy. Yeah. They're still, like, on point. Like, they could still have very good conversations and they're still pretty informed people yeah but but they're they're different than the chicago ones they're yeah. they're a lot more flashy blinged out like that shit's important to them yeah, anybody who knows me personally knows i don't give a fuck about that shit like, <laughs> yeah hell I no i don't care about that shit at all that shit doesn't do anything for me yeah but i mean you know that that's culture though you know yeah. like how are you able to distinguish a white person from fucking, you know, a, a suburb or, or trailer trash. Culture. Oh, 100%. It, it's just really what it is, is culture. So a lot of times people uh, ignorantly judge other people based off of what they see. Because what you see is you see skin color, right? Oh, no, I don't want. But what you're really saying is, well, the culture. I'm not about it. Interesting question just arose. What things, just, you know, off the bat, you don't have to, like, get super in-depth with it. What things would you say you've adopted that are outside of your normal culture? Okay. What I've adopted culturally, um, well, I made it a point when I used to work, like, security and, like, with with our friends coming some of them coming from college some of them kind of not being like a great place like trying to i guess uh you know create a sense of community and and how do you do that well hey man you need help apply here let's 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 get let's get our shit together you know yeah just let me know if you apply let me know and like i did so well in that company which actually you worked before and you yeah. got me in because like you were pretty much known there oh, so like basically what you did and, and it's crazy think about that you you called them said hey you know rx phonics <laughs> hey rx phonics yeah, yeah. He, they're he, gonna hire you with that name. Yeah, right yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, it was crazy too because like, I was in the lobby. Everyone's getting called, and they're like, "Mr. Uh, RX Phonics, <laughs> can you please stupid. come in?" <laughs> That's an interesting <laughs> name, no? But um, you were like, "Well, shit, you know, I, I'll just I'll call and and I'll let them know. They'll they'll pull the application and you know do whatever." Obviously, you get those type of perks if the shit that you're about is good. Like the company yeah. knows that, and obviously, like in in doing so. Like, I came in, I was a hard worker. I mean, this is some private industry shit, so it's like, you know, they, yeah. they're going to really appreciate love. hard work. Like, exactly. I was in that company for less than a year, and I doubled what I made yeah. in the time that I was there because, yeah. like, I boom, 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 boom. boom. You got all right. And well, they remember they, they had like started like. My like a oh, the the response officer thing that was like a oh, like yeah. a unit that they created with me and then I was like and then when I went I was like yeah my man's he won't he's sin just, he's <laughs> he's just great <laughs> yeah and I, obviously you know I carried on with that made a name for myself so any time that I said hey this person's gonna be good it was really kind of like all right well we're gonna interview him. He doesn't need... Just like as a formality, but they pretty much had the job. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's just... All right, cool. You have the job. And, uh, I mean, it was it was, it was was good. And then th- because of that, my friends were in a better position economically. They were able to, to, to do more stuff, you know, to, to better the, themselves. Which is funny because when people say, oh, well, you somebody you know people you know this you know that or whatever the case or these people are privileged or whatever i always say but whatever privilege you want to say does or doesn't exist in this scenario you don't know where this shit started you know you don't know like what if what if you and i stayed at that company and like we get real real big at it because of the way that we were and then our other friends, they 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 get big in the company, yeah. and then so now like we're we're all rocking with each other, and then like we have kids, and then they grow up, and then they get like you know what I'm saying, like and it just of, so happens that we're all fucking Latino and black, so people so oh, people oh, are like what what's all this? What's all this? Exactly, it's just like well, no, like this is how this is how things happen, and so yeah. S- this idea of that's why it's always hard for me to rock with the idea of of privilege privilege this privilege that well what was done for that privilege to be established like for instance there was this video it was viral where i guess they had like a bunch of kids lined up mixed black mexican white whatever and it says like step forward if you've never had to help I don't really know the 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 the, the whole th- like uh, layout of it, but it was either step forward or step back if you've never had to help your parents pay a bill, or step forward, or step back if you never had this, if you never had that, yeah. and then pretty much it was like like a bunch of white kids that were considered the privileged ones out of the little exercise. Yeah. But at what point do you re- do you recognize that yeah. that's the position that their parents put them in and why are you why are you making them feel guilty or demonizing them for that and why should they feel bad about that they shouldn't if yeah. anything you guys that are considered the not so privileged or underprivileged if you will 
start to question things culturally like what are they doing culturally because obviously it's a cultural thing and this is what you want to exude you want to exude and put on display that oh well look at the the the, the whites yeah yeah so but then but then let's let's not just stop there then let's yeah. look at well what is being done what are they doing or do you just want to believe in like this this mythical being that's just oh the whites like i'm like i'm helping the whites out but i'm not helping these people like like just yeah. this wizard that's just controlling everything behind the scenes and he only focuses with whites no yeah. it's obviously that they're doing something that you guys aren't so yeah. why don't we figure that out and see a lot of people will look at something like that at face value um and be like oh that's fucked up damn but then like you and I, we've always kind of looked at it like, damn, we got to get like that. Yeah, exactly. That's you know? how we've always looked at it, 100%. Yeah. We've always had a very real-world yeah. view and a real-world perspective of, oh, okay, like, this yeah. is, this is what, like, we're, we're the, we're the, the, like, the, like, Robert Kawasaki and Rich Dad, Poor Dad, where, like, his dad was like the educated college man but always broke didn't like really yeah. have much to his name and then he started rocking with his friend's dad who founded 7-eleven it was one of those things like yeah you're my dad and like i rock with you but like i can learn something over here it's the same thing with this like yeah this is my culture yeah these are my people this is what i grew up around but i see some cool ass shit over there you guys don't want to go ah oh, no nah, man you're changing you're different like yeah and, th and that's the disappointing part and really like the sad part when i look back because it's like man you know you really want that like to bring everyone up but then you realize not everyone wants to do that not everyone wants to and, and i'm not saying like and do everything that we do sometimes it's yeah. just it's just to be like cool just to like just to yeah. appear cool they'll stay that way yeah, yeah it's just like like i i've done so much research on because like you know obviously like as i get older like i've wanted more stability in my life and and like just in like my personal life and stuff and i've done so much research on like the health benefits of being like in a in a good stable relationship like the optimism like all these like things that come along with that and then like i'll talk about it with people and then like they'll be like oh man you ain't trying to fuck these hoes man especially you that got money coming in this and that it's just like damn like i'm trying to tell y'all something like that's just like like it's beneficial like you're it's and then it's coming from people who their life is in shambles yeah it's like if it, if it was coming from a motherfucker who like, like I love this this Kanye line. He's like, I don't take advice from people broker than me. Yeah, like I love that shit, yeah. and that's how I am. Like, well, you're broker than me. Your life like isn't like anything where I want it to be. Like, yeah, yeah I'm not really gonna take advice from you. Like, yeah. so yeah. I'm just trying to put you on game because there's something that our culture has missed. Yeah, and well, even there was this thing culturally about Jay Z. I don't know if you ever caught that growing up. Like, there were certain people that didn't like Jay Z because of how he he would he was he would say a lot of things that were counter the culture. Yeah, and like, oh, he stuck up. He stuck. Well, he stuck up because he's talking about business shit. Yeah. Oh, he thinks he's better. He thinks why? Because 
he wants to fucking own a streaming service and you know you have know, some alcohol. Fucking call Do Say the Cells. One, one of my favorite fucking lines from Jay Z. I want to say it was on Moment of Clarity, and and then he's like, "Next time you see the homie with his rims spinning, just know my mind is thinking just like them. The rims that is like saying my mind is always spinning, yeah. but don't." compare me don't think my mind is working like the goofy that puts rims on his car nope no i'm not that goofy like i'm the one uh, my mind is thinking like the and i remember he got so much hate for that i remember when that came out yeah. because everybody was into the spinning rims and all oh, rims and this and, and jay-z has always been against rims yeah like yeah. saying listen idiot you're putting you're putting money onto something that depreciates in value like don't do like what are you doing like yeah. it doesn't make sense it's it's literally the equivalent is literally the equivalent of like trying to like write on like a what piece of paper yeah like what like no nah, bro not, it ain't gonna work you know Stop. what i'm saying <laughs> yeah and this is a guy who has like a lot of money he could like probably have a million cars well probably that's that's probably over exaggeration i mean he probably maybe he could but like he could probably have a bunch of cars yeah. with all kind of souped up stuff in that. But the mindset is, it doesn't matter how much money I have. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all this Supreme shit. Now the Supreme bag. Oh, they got fucking Supreme, like a Supreme fucking, uh, and if, for those that don't know, that's a brand right now. That's really hot Supreme. And there's a fuck. It was like a little shovel, a Supreme shovel. And you just unfold it. It was like a thousand dollars or some shit like that. I think who needs this? Why? Just get a shovel at home deep like that. But oh no, it's supreme. It's like this that is the dumbest sense. fucking shit I've ever heard. I mean, you need to get your fucking life right. Cause if you care about shit like this, or like before you fucking before you get anything of a tire like get your shit together get get something together get m deserve it you know what i mean why do you think you were so able to always question culture like that because how many of our friends did fall into the whole put rims on their car thing how many of our friends did fall into the whole buy fucking expensive like yeah. like like or or just the, all, all the multitude of shit that we didn't get involved in from like the drug aspect to like all these things, what do you attribute that to? Like, how were you able I, to to? I think um, circumvent that shit. I think partly, and I, actually, we're talking a little bit about that shit. Um, with uh, with a guy from work, a close friend of ours, and he was talking about how like he thinks that partly, it's just who you. Uh, there's a percentage of it that is just who you are and depending on, on you know the whole nature versus nurture so depending on where you grow up that could be exacerbated or maybe that could come out later in life or but I think I think that was just something that I think was already ingrained and I think what happened was my dad was very vocal about shit like that like you know he would he would flaunt stuff but be, that's because it always came from oh, I I pay I did the work to yeah. get this shit. Yeah, and then he would talk a lot about like how like these nothing ass motherfuckers talk about they want this they want that, and then they're all broke, and like how he's able to fucking get like something you know, 
like let's say a new car and not worry financially about it yeah well because i fucking put the you know the the work in uh when it came to talking about politics um you know i'd come in and, and i would ask you know why do people hate this person because like, ah, those motherfuckers are dumb that's like ask them first why they think that way and then you'll see that they have empty ass fucking hollow ass minds because they never fo- thought to formulate their minds so I, I feel like a lot of that stuff was kind of even more developed by by like me asking and and really my dad you know being being okay with because i i know that there's a lot of shit that goes on as a parent when you're trying to put food on the table especially where we come from it's like well shit we gotta we gotta go ripping and running man because we yeah. got kids at home it's not like he had the luxury of like being this fucking dad that was available at all times. Like you know, he spent like twelve hours at work every day, yeah, and sat, including Saturdays. So it's like you I come home, him. yeah, you come home, and it's like you're tired. And instead of like going out, go going and sitting down and and kind of relaxing and be like, oh, it's me time. Oh, let's go play basketball. All right, well, what the fuck? What what popped off at school? And then kind of ingraining in my mind, all right, this motherfucker's stupid, this person's stupid, the teachers know what the fuck he's talking about. So kind of like disassembling some of the dumb shit that yeah. people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Because like, just because you're a teacher doesn't make you the, the smartest person in the world. Just because you're a fucking brain surgeon doesn't make you the maybe Maybe for brains. But other other than that, you 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 might be shit for brains. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, and you could be a brain surgeon. I had a shit for brains as brain surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> shit was like, you know, like he really put it in perspective. Like, listen, there's people that know about certain things, but they don't know everything. You got to make sure that you know you're aware of what you think. So two questions. What's one question? Two parts. Where do you stand on the nature versus nurture argument, and where does your dad stand on the nature versus nurture argument? Um, I think, I think it, man. I've always kind of stood with the the nature aspect a little bit more. Obviously, the the nurture aspect does does. So you think you think somebody's nature, like despite like the surroundings and the nurture like whatever their nature is that's what they're gonna that's what they're gonna go for they'll be more predisposed i I think that there's a percentage of like there has to be some of like for example you got crackhead ass parents it's gonna not gonna look so brim no no, it's gonna look really dim for you i feel but isn't that that's nurture though but but see that's that's a kind of a fucked up I, i think that's a really drastic nurture side of it it's a nurture side overload but i feel like it's it's a heavy balance it's a healthy balance of both i I feel like you have to have some in you because there's some people that are just meant to be a a certain a certain to be eaten uh, to be yeah basically like a certain level and 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 what i mean by that is like so you so what you're you're suggesting is is there some some people that no matter how good the nurture is that they're just gonna like be capped off exactly because i've seen both sides you know like you see like the kids that they grow up with like rich ass parents with everything and like they end up being pieces of shit like yeah. 
But then you see motherfuckers that were like in dire ass situations, like for some fifty cent Eminem shit, and they're fucking like legends. Yeah. And that's because I there was extremes on those sides, but I feel like it's just a balance too. You know, I feel there had to have been something that fifty cent, you know, saw. It's interesting you say that because like I notice a lot of people that I I respect have a similar answer like because i've and i think i've said this on the show before but i'll always every so often you know obviously like you thank your parents and i do all the time like you know thank you guys for how you were with me everything like that like while both of my parents have very different parenting styles they both gave me a lot like that i can like use on the outside world and and stuff like that and obviously, like, my mom is always, like, gracious and 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 graceful because she's a very classy and graceful woman about it. And, you know, you're welcome, son, papa, all that. What, what would you say, like, as far as both of them, before you continue, like, what are, like, different, what are, like, the best assets you have because of them? Like, what, what, what did they develop in you? Um, my mom more of a... Be like a a joy to people. So like for instance, anytime like I crack jokes and like people like me and and stuff. Like for instance, today like I saw I saw one of our friends and and it was funny because like like he hugged me and it was just like very like it was like a very warm embrace that like we haven't seen him in a while. And I was like oh and so like the fact that like people like like embrace the ones that like are close to me embrace me like that yeah. that comes from my mom 100 percent from my mom like yeah. like the the joking or 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 the the fun or the fact that like when people like are close to me they know that like you have a friend for life with me like the only thing that could fuck it up is you because like with yeah. me like i got your back to the end you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so i get that from my mom my dad, I get the the I set healthy boundaries and and standards for myself. So, for instance, I'm very hesitant to let people new people in my life because it's kind of one of those things where it's just like, well, my dad is like more like you're a fucking king, like so so act like it, and yeah. kings don't mingle with the peasants type shit. Yeah, so. Yeah. Whereas I, my mom is more, well, like be of the people, like be, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but, but so even though my dad has never used those words and my dad is not that type of person where he thinks he's better than anybody. But yeah. He, your dad's he, a really humble person. But his actions show that like, well, not everybody is on, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's different levels to it and always like kind of on some Mufasa shit, like never forget like what level you are on. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even if that means certain people can be in your life and even if that means that may hurt remember like in Mufai, remember who you are like yeah, that's that yeah. shit. So, shit so like i i i kind of get that from him and then obviously the business side of things like you know which kind of goes hand in hand with like well you in order to conduct business you have to have a clear path yeah exactly. without things in the way it, well that exactly exactly and and like my dad is like pretty spiritual in the sense that like he'll point out like well you see 
some people's lives are like this, but it's because they don't have a clear path. They have a lot of debris and stuff. So like they're not clear to receive the blessings or the focus that they need to like progress. So that's what that's that's like their their difference. I'd say it to put it more simply, my mom's like a softer side and my dad's like a harder side. Um, But yeah, but it's just one of those things where it is it is different but where my mom she's more like like when i say you know thank you and everything and i'm grateful for how they were with me she's more graceful and, and classy and you know she's like oh you know you're, you're you know no problem thing you're welcome this and that with my dad though he's more like well it was you like whatever like what like where you're at it's because of you like he's yeah. he's more like like he gives me more credit than I feel I deserve. Like, he's like, nah, like, listen, kid, because how many kids had way more than you and, yeah, like, yeah. didn't? And and sometimes I think about that, and it's true. Like, I know people that, like, their parents were fucking at all the fucking, at yeah. all the, the plays, all the games, Christmases, presents, all of that. Like, there were holidays where my dad wasn't around. There was a lot of stuff. And, like... Yeah they're just like bad people like you just feel it it is what it is and then meanwhile like i didn't do a lot of like traditional things with my dad and so and and that's what he says like and, nah. and see like, it's it's he's like it's this is you did this like he's like i mean we're here but like you don't you don't realize and so i feel like for him he sees that as more nature like your nature well, think of it or, this or, way, or maybe less nature, but like more like what you're destined to be. Like he, I, but he has a lot of like belief in that. Like yeah. some people are just destined, and and it's it's funny because I he pointed he pointed something out to me. Him and I were having a conversation, and it does it it, it I always think about this. My cousins that grew up like <laughs> like in 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 Sorry. where my where my mom grew up. Like they were involved in shit, and I remember when I was little, I always wanted to go over there and hang out with them all the time. Yeah. I always wanted to go downstairs and play. It was a bunch of them, boys and girls, and like you gotta remember, this is like back in the day when we we're growing up. The fire hydrants open. They're playing softball in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> all of this stuff, like just pure, just fun, 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 fun. So I go over there. And they, for some reason, would not want me to play with them. It was like, and, and it wasn't that I was too young because there were younger ones out there. It's just, yeah. they didn't like me. I guess maybe I'm different. Like I'm darker, like curly hair. I don't know, like yeah, yeah. not to like pull the race card or nothing, but it's just like, what, I don't know what it is. Like, why, why don't you like, will you be my friend? <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers voted for Trump, didn't they? Like, like, <laughs> and, and so, so it was kind of like, damn, like, what is this? So that was one of the reasons why I had so many toys at my grandfather's house because when I got there, I played by myself. So I had Legos and everything like that. And like one of my cousins, not them, but that lived with my grandfather before he passed away, he gave me this Batman doll. And like, it's like, it's not like even an action figure, it's an actual doll. And he was I always remember he was just like he gave it to me because he felt bad like like he's always saw me alone and stuff yeah. so he gave it to me and it was badass it was like a Batman doll from like the the first Batman movie like with Michael Keaton and stuff and you know it's crazy story this is like a sidebar 
but I once gave that doll to a girl like that was like much younger yeah. and like like after like the ship like the relationship ended or whatever I was realized like what the fuck was I th- and I wanted that shit back like I went through hell and high water to get it. honestly I was willing yeah. to break in the house to get my doll back <laughs> like yeah, like honestly like that was like the one thing out of anything yeah I don't care like if if I'm in a relationship I spend money or whatever like all of that shit but that like and it, it just it just like play I was like I'm giving that doll to like if I ever get married, like that's yeah. the, like I'm never, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah, like yeah. it, it is, it is significant. So if I ever were to give it to somebody, nothing, as like something, any money that anyone could give you for that doll, exactly, yeah. more or less, more or less. So like that's so it was just like nah, fuck that. Like it was just it was like me realizing a mistake I made, and I was like nah, like if, like that doll will only go to like like the the greatest of the great. So anyway, I I digress, but anyway. So I would never, I would never get to um, like play with them or whatever. So I'd have like my little toys, and that was it. Obviously, you grow up and you you don't think about that shit. You forget all about it. Well, as I grew up, I had you guys, yeah. and we were always in the streets, and I was having fun. I didn't even think about those people over there. And then as I grew up. And I was able to drive and I'd go over there. I didn't even care to like hang out with them. Yeah. But I saw like the dark turn that things were starting to take over there. Yeah. Lo and behold, years later, shambles. I'm talking jail, death, drug addiction, yeah. fucking Wait. bunch of kids out of wedlock. What the fuck they do? Move to Baltimore? <laughs> Which we'll get into later. <laughs> very good. Very good. Um all of that stuff. And I'm like, whoa. And meanwhile, we're over here living it up. We're traveling, rapping, you know what I'm saying? Like like living a far more exceptional life, learning, reading, and, and see, business, yeah. like all of this stuff. Like just day and night, like day and fucking night. Yeah. And I remember talking to my dad and one day I was like, I was like, man, it's funny because it used to like really hurt me that like they didn't want to play with me. Like it would be like, damn, you know? And now I'm like, it's crazy how, like what happened to those people. And he's, and, and that's where I'm going with this whole thing. Cause he was like, well, he's like, I believe that since birth, like God's people are protected. It's like one of those things where we're like, yeah, you don't get why I'm doing this right now. And it's going to hurt you and you're going to feel sad about it, but you're going to be very happy later on. And I thought about that. And I'm like, man, that's kind of wild because yeah. what if I grew up and like they embraced me? Yeah. I probably would have always been over there. Yeah. Think about it. My grandfather's over there. They're over there. My mom always liked going to visit my grandfather. So, like, there was really, like, I would have been over there a whole lot. Yeah. A whole lot playing with them. I mean, I was always with my grandfather, but, like, not with them. I would have been with him, with them, playing around, sleeping over, spending the summers. And then who knows what I could have become. And that's where the nurture aspect would have harmed you. Maybe you still had it in you to be great, but there would have been too many things, too many fucking red flags that would have ended up getting you caught up fucking on some gang shit or something and where like the damage is irreversible yeah exactly because yeah. all i could have been in 
in one drive-by with them or something, been in a car or or been yeah. or 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 shit dead like cuz they got shot at plenty of times and I maybe this one of the stray bullets hit. like yeah. there's a, there's a million possibilities that could have been and I look back and I'm like wow like that little sadness that I felt at that time was the greatest shit ever like yeah. I would endure that like it you it thinks if that sadness equals like what my life is now, I would endure that shit a million times over to like whatever oh, yeah. that extrapolates. <laughs> to honestly, be here, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I definitely would. It's just like, but you don't think about that, especially as a kid. You're yeah. not thinking. Now as I'm older, I think that way. Like, yeah. well, if things work, if they don't, yeah. Like I, there's a reason for it, and. My life has always been better than the next step going forward. Yeah. So I can't argue with it anymore. Yeah. And so it's just one of those things where you obviously it's still a nature versus nurture thing, but but it, it yeah. you know, every but shit, there was probably a little bit of both. Yeah. But but I, I feel like it was probably ways where you could have still you know, because then you think about your dad's upbringing. And my dad's upbringing, like my dad's upbringing was pretty much their, uh, no, not not their upbringing, but like what, what, like the shit that they were exposed to. And it's yeah. like, well, shit, how is my dad not a fucking degenerate yeah. cartel ass motherfucker? Because no, like, he, by all accounts, that's the life he lived because yeah. he had no dad. And like my, the mom was always working and like he had to fucking work at a young age and fight people and work at bars and fuck all types of hoes and not no like he had to <laughs> yeah he had to no. they but put like, that man in a corner and he had to fuck his way, way out, out of it <laughs> yeah but like you know like no, there's no like pamphlet that says oh this is what it is to be a good man oh how do you this is how you find a good woman you know yeah. what i mean like for all yeah honestly he should not true. even be married like you no know because like he could have like like got up with some like cartel ass chick or like some chick that like yeah. loved the flashy the month, yeah, it's true. Like, it, like you know? think about like everything that could have went wrong, should have went wrong because everything was like just shit. But somehow, some way, so I feel like then that's the nature part, or like the story you tell me about like when your dad fucking left Cuba, fucking getting shot up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Like, what? What in his mind maybe made him even not like the? You know what I'm saying? Like the government yeah. over there. Yeah. So it's like it's just a lot of stuff where it's like. It's it's kind of a yin and yang type thing. I feel that there is uh, aspects of both, but obviously I feel like the nature part is really like the the key thing because, I mean, I think maybe that's the thing that that clicked when Fifty got shot nine times. Right? He's like, "Fuck, I can't. This is not." Yeah. That was what clicked. Whatever it was in in in, in his mind that needed to click clicked. Mm -hmm. And then after that, fucking the history will tell it. Yeah. And it's like, well, shit, vitamin water. Fucking number one Fucking biggest Hip hop album To ever come out You know like Debut album It's like What? You know like how And I feel it's like those mo There's moments That'll define that or, or Turn that little switch on Yeah That's already in you And and that's where And, and you're right Nurture doesn't have much To do with those moments No No Yeah those You're right Think of it this way Think of it this way Your dad Was a very business minded man there's a lot of kids who have business-minded dads that had no fucking interest in wanting to conduct business ever in their and, life. And they're entitled as fuck, yeah. yeah. Or with our friends, like when when you was uh, talk about the buildings, why 
why was I interested more than everyone else? Yeah. Well, like what, 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 like there was nothing. Why? That's and I true. Think then that's where like the wires might be wired differently. Yeah. Just like there's the kids that are really extremely good at math or, you know, like why, why, why are they so good? I think it's just, that was something that it was just meant to be for them. And maybe if they keep going with that, they could be some fucking crazy ass chemical engineers or, or working for NASA working with some algorithm you know what I mean? like you just never know but i think it's something that's predisposed that the it's just that thing that not everyone has yeah. with certain aspects and i think that that's it, it's it's key it's, it's it's pretty interesting though yeah it definitely is yeah definitely is and it, it a lot of times it feels like the nurture or the nature aspect rather is kind of Like it's it, it a lot of the nature part comes out in the craziest times or like in in certain times where yeah. you're like, whoa, like it's crazy that I thought that way in this situation or crazy that like this was revealed to me or crazy that you know what I'm saying. So yeah, it, it's interesting, definitely. Yeah. So and this is another thing too. Why did I feel the need? Like this is another thing that kind of irks me because I'm like, why? What? What is it that doesn't seem right? Whenever like something was overly politically biased at school, that I had to ask my parents yeah. about it. Like, what do you guys think? I don't know. It just seemed like that inquisitive nature to to question things. Yeah, like I'm I'm not okay with this because everyone is agreeing with it. So, what what's the catch here? Like, what 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 is it? Just tell me. Oh, deep state. <laughs> <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> no, it's like, it was like, okay, okay, this is why. I think that was like my brain kind of like processing things as like, well, shit, you need to balance this out with like a, a, a counter argument to then make you formulate your own ideas. Yeah, exactly. And and she's like, I mean, you know it when we had that psych class, like people just run like sheep to whatever else everyone says. Yeah. And it, And it's like, well, that's not very healthy. You should probably think about it by yourself, and and make formulate your own, uh, you know, thoughts on, on things because just because someone says it doesn't mean that it's right. Yeah, you know, and I mean it, it's 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 basically kind of like food for thought, like for for anyone that's thinking about shit. Well, that's a perfect segue into the next segment, which is. Trump being called racist because he tweets about Baltimore being rat infested. Wow. Which it happens to be rat infested. But what's so funny about it is despite the mainstream media's hardest, best attempt to paint him in this light, I'm seeing a lot of people not rock with it. It's just like, it's almost to the point where I wonder why they even do this shit anymore. You're seeing that it's not working or do you genuinely believe the shit that you're saying? But I can't imagine that they're that dumb. Like I can't imagine that a journalist sees that tweet. And even if in their natural state, they're like, Oh, that's very racist. But then I imagine as a journalist, you would go and look up some statistics on Baltimore and see that it is rat infested and be like, oh, well, through a series of logical deduction, I have 
formulated that Trump is not racist, he's stating something factual about Baltimore, which the purpose that he's stating that is because it's ran by Democrats and he's a Republican. This has nothing to do with race, but everything to do with politics. But... (laughs) But... You just broke that down. Like, I think anyone in CNN... His minds would be blown right now because it's like, well, shit, this makes sense, doesn't it? Like, this is why he's doing that. But no, you're going to go with the boy Cryf Wolf uh, <laughs> logic and just call him racist every single chance you get. And it's crazy because, like, you weaken that word, really. Yes. You know? You've taken so much power away from that word, you don't even realize that nobody even cares. Yeah, yeah. Like, if someone ever calls me a racist, I'm like, damn, am I winning a debate? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is fucked up. We're, we're like... That's racism, bro. <laughs> I love to racism. <laughs> you remember that shit? Hell yeah. <laughs> Talking about that shit, um, like, because uh, I don't know why that shit reminds me of uh, Unseason. Sorry. Did you check out his stand-up? Nah. <sighs> the new one? Yeah. Just This not. is post meets getting me too'd, right? Yeah. It's just... I thought I thought I checked it out for one reason, like it was post me too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, post that, me too. That that would be the reason I would check out because I never found him very funny. I don't find him. I mean, okay, listen, as they say, a broken clock is right two times a day. So he's gonna make you laugh or chuckle. Like he makes me chuckle. He doesn't make me laugh mm-hmm. all out. Like just laugh. No, not once has he made me all out laugh. He's made me chuckle, and I mean you're a comedian. God damn, you gotta make me at least chuckle. Shit. Yeah. But I've always thought he was pretty much garbage, in my opinion. Obviously, a lot of people feel differently. But yeah. That makes very, you racist, you know that, right? Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> Fucking racist. That's why. That Hindu motherfucker. <laughs> or whatever the fuck he is. <laughs> no, I think he's Pakistani. I don't know. But anyway. Um he's talking about it. Just doesn't really get into it. Like he gets the, into the, the it. Me too thing? He got into it, but it was just like so pussy footed. Like, I don't even want to. It was just like, uh, he's like, yeah, you know, I, we got to talk about this. You know, it's obviously it was very uncomfortable for me. And obviously, I made her feel some type of way. And I, Is he defending himself or he's like rocking with that shit? He's making it seem like poor her, poor oh, me. Oh, hell no. Yeah, he's like, I, obviously, I didn't do nothing. Maybe I. I came off as a certain way, but, you know, we're trying to figure it out here. And, you know, that's that's what I got oh, from that. Yeah, Dude, you got to be kidding me. Like, dude. For anybody that doesn't know, because pretty much like Enzine Zanzari, he got me too because he went out on a date with a girl consensually. They decided to go back to his place or her place consensually. And fuck. They went, he went down on her consensually and then as happens plenty of times throughout the course of sexual relationships he expected her to return the favor and she felt i guess the word would be pressured by it but she even she herself admits he never got physical or assaulted her or anything like that but yet somehow she feels like she got me too'd or he should be me too'd or she should be me i don't know who gets me too'd but me too was brought in it and and pretty much they were saying that he's like an awful man or awful person yeah. for 
Which which was funny. Going out on a date with this chick. Yeah, yeah, because because that was the first time that I saw like, damn, at least they have their limits. Because I remember like everyone was pretty much like, what the fuck is this? Basically, the consensus by everyone, and I mean everyone that's sane, so about half of half of the world, um, was like, well, this is just buyer's remorse. Yeah, a lot. That's of what you. That's this is not me too. What are you doing? I have a buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse. Yeah, that's like yeah, buyer's remorse. You didn't want to dome him up, but you wanted to get domed up. And you and like he didn't physically pressure you, but <laughs> but you felt like you had to do it because yes, you're having sex. Like that's what sex is. You're having sex with the person. Like, all right, my turn. You want to make it the sex? <laughs> <laughs> he don't even sound like that. I don't, that's just he sounds like a fucking mariachi. <laughs> I know. I don't know what the fuck I was going like for. To with make that. it the sex. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's like it shit was 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 quite terrible, man. Like I stopped watching it after I saw that some shit like that. Like he, like I said, he had his moments, and he, and and he, and he was able to work his way through some like non uh, politically correct shit. But it just wasn't done in the way that I, I would have liked to to have seen. You know. And it's it's interesting to me the sometimes the denial that that some of these Me Too women live in. Obviously, if it's a situation where some real assault took place or something like physical and fucked up and unwanted, unwarranted, it's horrible. But it's it's interesting because. I find not all women there like a lot of like real real world women they know that this takes place but there's a lot of naive women out there that don't realize that there's like the way that people talk when they're with you yeah. and the way people talk when they're not with you men and women and a lot of those me too chicks they get slut shamed like even by women yeah you know what i'm saying like and even it's so crazy it's just kind of like oh no nah, she knew what she was doing this and that like because i've heard women talk like that and it's so it's it's just kind of crazy it's just have some fucking balls i mean i know you don't literally have balls but what i'm saying is no i'm not gonna have sex with you motherfucker like i don't like you well you're just gonna let him pressure you into having sex so I, I, and that, that's the number one thing that I said that if there is something good to to be had of the B two movement, is is like to learn how to be assertive when it comes to dating. Yeah, you know, obviously that's not what they're going for. That's become like some feminist fucking agenda weapon. That's what the Me Too movement well, the, became. The thing is this: like when it comes to when it comes to like the realm. Okay. This is going to get greasy. Let's like, do it. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Round one. Fight. When it comes to the realm of like relationship economics, and a lot of like classy women will tell you this, older classy women, the value. And, and that's why I think like the third wave feminist movement is like throwing a lot of this shit off. 
the value comes from like not partaking like you as a woman you have more value in the relationship marketplace in, in like the whole Olympics, well, your value goes up. Oh. But like in the relationship marketplace, like your value goes down. And if you notice, like a lot of these women, like it's all like on some, they're all like at ages and in places where either like their career is on the downslope or they're like like engaged or it's like the like the 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 days of 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 like hoeing around are kind of over for them for whatever reason. Yeah. And I remember seeing this meme and and it's very interesting because it was like this chick and she was saying, oh, a guy sleeps with a bunch of girls and he's a stud, but like I sleep with a bunch of guys and I'm a slut. Like it should be the same. And like the way the guy broke it down is like, no, because yeah. see, like unless you're talking about like like bottom feeding ass women, because like, like a lot of bottom feeding ass women will like, sleep with anybody. Yeah, yeah, but like, but like, if it's like a guy that has fucked with like a certain caliber of women, you realize that for that guy to have done that, he's had to have had a job, he's had to like look somewhat decent, taken care of himself, had money in his pocket. Like, there's value associated with that. You do know that there are such things as like fat sluts. Like, yeah, like you yeah. could literally like be a hole in the wall. And like, so my point is, like, the reason why I even brought all of that up is because. You see that that seems to be the reputation of like if, when you look into like the, a lot of that Me Too shit, a lot of like the reputation of some of those women is like sort of a fucked up reputation, like when it comes to like their dating life and, and like stuff like that. Yeah. And now the thing is this it's like, first off, because of your past, you're less credible because in this whole thing. Two, it makes people wonder, even though they won't do it in front of you and the mainstream media won't do it, but what's going on in alternative media and like with the conversations that are really being had is like the real shit. Yeah. The buyer's remorse yeah. or the with the Bill Cosby situation. Bitch, you were meeting a married man in a hotel. You went to get rotted out. Yeah, he was the biggest now. comedy star in the like you. You know what I'm saying? So don't give me this. Oh, like all of this and all of that. And what it does is. It really separates when you talk to women about it, it separates like the the ones that are that are one way in terms of in terms of like their sexuality and you know promiscuity or whatever. Yeah. And then the other ones. Like it's like you and you see it like almost instantaneously. Now now when you're talking about um hoeing around, obviously that doesn't necessarily, like for example, because I feel like if it's a girl that's like really digging you for like what you are, which obviously if, if you're front loading, oh, this is what I'm about, this, this and that, and it happens to be like, oh, well, shit, we're in bed, we're fucking. No, yeah, I don't think that's a hoe, that's see, not hoeing around. See, and, well, and, and that, there's nothing about that that's just going around. That that's that's always in the mind of a. Of How a, did we even get here from Jesus Christ? The, from Baltimore. Man, we got go to Baltimore. I, I'm trying to think. Oh, he's always lurking. How the fuck, but I'm trying to think. How did? Oh, because the Azizans already think. All right. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Jesus I'm like, Christ. what the fuck? Like, but anyway, go ahead. We, we will get to this Baltimore shit soon, ladies and gents. We need to really dissect this shit. Yeah, yeah. So, but what but you just described, I, I don't, I wouldn't say that's hoeing around. Yeah, but see, that's something that like a lot of a lot of men find insecurity in when when I've talked to. I don't personally feel that that's bad at all. But they find insecurity in. I what? guess because like, oh, you know, when they're like, oh, I don't usually do this, but by all accounts, it's happening, and then they're like, oh, well, I don't know if. Like, like I, the, I, I don't know if I should just sleep with her and that's it. And oh, then because because like she like you you guys got busy on like the first date type. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't I don't see that. See, because because I feel that at that I, point I thought you need like to that when I, I thought like that when I was younger. But yeah. like my dad, who like like I asked him about that, and he was like, no, nah, like sometimes you're just that dude. Like you're just like you yeah. know what I'm saying. You're the yeah. And the one. and there's people that have had like great relationships. I've talked to older people that have been like great relationships, and they said that they got down the first day. I fucked within two hours of meeting her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's just because like the chemistry was there. That was it. And like this is the man she wanted to be with. That's the woman he wanted to be with. Yeah. So no, I don't. I don't look at it like that. No, I'm saying. I'm saying like just, going around. Yeah, like, I'm just like, trying to sleep around. I'm trying to be with different men. Fuck this. Like well, kind of like the example that we had with the, with that uh, article about the girl that was kind of. Si- Basically logging in every time she spent and what she spent a day. Yeah. Uh, she's trying to sleep with dude. She has a boyfriend and she's sleeping with another dude. It's like, well, what are you, what are we doing here? Yeah. What are you well, doing? And, and she, she's able to like, she's able to like bank off of that lifestyle because she's young. Yeah. But like that shit, like, like, an, well, you, you've seen, you, yeah. I know you've seen, cause we've talked about it before. Like that shit is like, takes a crazy ass toll when, when like the woman is older. Oh yeah, yeah, Jesus! It's like Christ. a, it's like a crazy thing. It's just like yeah. now, now, why do you think, as far as like men, like because obviously you now, brought up something. Keep hold that because that's very important. But like what you're about to say, but it's my thing is like with all of this when we talk about this stuff, it's not really about being judgmental or anything. But it's like we we're real world guys, and like we've yeah. seen the effects of it. Yeah. Actually, um. Coach Red Pill has a video out about like promiscuity. Yeah. And he says like the adverse effects that it has on women, but yeah. go ahead, finish. What I was gonna say is obviously there's the the well, I'm investing in this girl. She seems this is not her history doesn't reflect what she's about all of a sudden now. Um do, do you think that that could be used against a man? As oh well, dude was nah. sleeping around and then why what would be the differentiating factor between both of them well i would say one with with the guy like that takes work to like you know what i'm saying like (laughs) it's not unless you're talking about like dumbass like bottom feeding as women that that are you know what i'm saying but like there has to be some sort of redeeming trait to to the guy or attribute to the guy to have like been able to do all of that. Yeah. And I think a lot of women find some degree of comfort in knowing that they were able to like get the guy that every woman wanted. Yeah. Like like every woman had a piece of him, but like I was the one that like locked his ass. Like something about me. Like something yeah. about me sexually or how I am, my spirit, like 
Yeah, yeah. I I know I find women that have a, that. That's Which why means that you're a high value woman too. In that, a, in a sense, no, I, I, absolutely. That's like like that old saying, like oh, he just needs time. Like like from like the old the old movies is like. Uh, I know I'm the one for him. He just needs time to sow his wild oats. Like, yeah. like he needs time to like do all of this shit. But yeah. like, yeah. I know I'm his woman type shit. Yeah. And by and large, back in the day, that's sort of how things went. Like yeah. the women, like it's just like, yeah, like all, there's all these women, but like, you're the one, you're the one I'm going to buy a house for. You're the one I'm going to take care of. You're the one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's different. The flip side is like, guys don't like really like, don't want that shit like it only it, like it, that and that's completely true like because you got to be real about it again that was the first thing you said we're real world guys like why why am i gonna take this route right now when when my options are good you know what I mean? like my options are good and, and that is that's another thing that like with with high value men specifically it's like well why? Why do I have to? Because, like, yeah, like you said, a, a woman could pick whoever, and most men will be like, eh, yes, yes. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, like, to, like, where the the skill, where the the skill comes in, is not being that because you literally, like, literally, like you, any woman could do what you're doing because yeah. that's what the meme said. Like, there's such thing as fat, ugly sluts. So even fat, ugly women can be sluts. So it's one of those yeah. things where it's just like, all right. And 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 by all means, by all means, like live whatever lifestyle you want to live. It's just funny to me when when like to me the Me Too movement highlighted that whole thing. I think it wants a, a special playbook. Yeah, to, it, to work it, it, around all these things. Exactly. It's, it's like we're work. we're playing like 11 man football and you're talking about like using like 15 16 guys on your team. Like yeah. no, you don't get to do that. Yeah. This is 11 man football. Like and so that's that's what this is. It's like you I think you hit it right on the head is you're trying to use a special playbook or different rules. Yeah. Which is work. fine, which is fine, but we're seeing more and more that that more and more like are not ending up where they want to end up or or miserable and meanwhile people that are going off of how it really works are happy are happy and they're like all right cool like damn i'm glad i don't have those fucking problems exactly man we just had a fucking whole conversation unplanned yeah. <laughs> that shit was great yeah yeah it was a, a, it was a little extra but but it, it is good like i think too like it's it's good for like a person to recognize like the economics the yeah. economics of of uh of relationships yeah. because yeah. it it does and i think like the more people ha are aware of the economics of a relationship the more they're like all right well like i know what i should and shouldn't expect and like what 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 how to how to go about it because it is it is like an exchange it's a give and take thing and yet, like knowing the economics of it is just like you know your place in it too. I, I would assume because I mean, this is this is how things work. So you got to know what you want, and then uh, act accordingly. You know, because if, if you want to, like for example, if you're an older guy and you just want to play the field, that's cool. But playing the field, like you might not get as as many high quality women because well. They might be looking to to oh I would I want to I want to be with someone, yeah. As opposed to like well yeah you got some nice ass looking so it, it really just depends on what you're looking for. 
as or, a man or, and just for a woman the or, same or way. Or like, like I asked you a question the other day and it, I found like your answer and your response like pretty badass and like I, I rock with it. I was like, would you be okay like if you found out that before your wife, your girl was like somebody's side chick and you were like, no, because yeah. then... If you were willing to be somebody's side chick, then just be my side chick. Why do I have to yeah, like yeah. go through the trouble of like making you my main and like all of that? Then like you're cool with being a side chick. Let me be. Let let me do my thing and you still be my side chick. Yeah. Or like, it's one of those things. Like what? Yeah. And and when you said that, I was like, damn, like that. That's a very interesting. But and it's true. It's just like there's something about it that doesn't yeah, yeah. sit well. It's like you're you're a flex running back for another team, but then you want fucking full time. I'll pay out like no 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 you're gonna come from the bench you're gonna do what we need you to do but you're gonna be paid accordingly yeah and that's kind of the same thing like I'm not gonna and we we're fantasy football players so like we know like there's those good ass little running backs that you want to keep in your back pocket but it's like well you know that's where you're gonna be I got my starting running back here and that's I would assume that's that's how it should work right yeah that's how it makes sense to to me in my mind but. But I mean that that's unless you're in Baltimore. <laughs> Great ass segue back, back to Baltimore, right? Like I was like trying so hard to like, how do we get to Baltimore? Again? I don't even know where we left off with Baltimore. Uh, Trump's a racist for saying it's the rattiest city, but it turns out that it is one of the rattiest cities in the world. It's in awful condition, crime ridden, trash ridden. It's ran by Democrats. And Trump is using it as a platform to further his popularity. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Dude, dude's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question when it comes to this. Because obviously, like, I, I, don't, I don't quite understand now. Like, now it's like, <sighs> I mean, let's, I, I'm willing to bet on Twitter some dumbass shit. It's about to pop off. And which is going to prove the point that I was already going to make. She could get menacing <laughs> right now. Yeah, I was correct. What? Uh, number one trending lost Trump history. I want to know what the fuck this is. I guess it's a 9-11 thing. Uh, I was down there also, but I'm not considering myself a first responder. But I was down there. I spent a lot of time down there with you. That's what, what Trump said. And people are going to over-exacerbate this. And then they're like, oh, remember the time? Uh, uh, like, people are over-exaggerating. So it's like, Trump was the first to make it to the South Pole, described it as not great, very cold, and penguins. Too many folks. <laughs> <laughs> In 2019, astronomer Donald Trump discovered that the moon was part of Mars. Uh, here he is raising the flag of Iwo Jima, and it has, like, the, the one where everyone's <laughs> carrying this. So, obviously, like, my point was, given the fact that he's able to somehow stay in the limelight and not have to pay ad money, you fucking cheater, <laughs> or you genius, really. Um, the likelihood that he wins 2020, bar that there's no crazy fucking scandal, real scandal, because there's all these full scandals, yeah, like the fucking Russia thing, and then the fucking, he's a racist every week. Um, by all accounts, we're pretty much seeing that he's going to win. It's it's kind of at, at this point we it don't. Looks, it looks like he's going to win so much that even Cardi B is worried. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. He's going to win, y'all. Yeah, that, that was the only thing that she said that was probably correct. So after 2020, going into 2024, do you think that that will kind of like behead the whole politically correct thing for a while? Or do you think it's going to make it stronger going forward? I think it has the potential to behead it forever. Yeah? Yeah, I think it has the potential to behead it forever because it's getting nobody anywhere. It's not like we're not getting anywhere with it. We need to be able to talk and say how we feel. Like, for instance... The fact that I was like, before we started talking about the whole like economics of a relationship, that I even like, <sighs> excuse me, that I even like sighed like that and thought, damn, what kind of like backlash are we gonna get for this? Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Like, like because because there's right and there's wrong. There's what works and what doesn't work, and there's light versus dark. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm sorry, no amount of politically correct or me caring about somebody's feelings or how people are going to like this or what they're going to say on Twitter is going to make any any of that shit any better or any different. It's like that Paul Joseph Watson uh, uh, video where he's talking about Baltimore being the rattiest city. And I guess uh, a flight attendant on, on a certain flight that some journalist was on said, oh, we're now landing in Baltimore, a great vibrant city where people are this like... Okay, bitch, we see that you're trying to like be like like anti whatever Trump is on right now, but you do know that your words are not making anything better. Yeah. The mice, they're going to see them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it's not it's not making anything better and so and I think the American people are getting tired of words. Like stop yeah. with the words already. I think honestly people in their daily lives should be tired of words. Yeah. Like what's the action? Like Show me the fucking money. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because all this shit, oh, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and this and that. Like I've always I've always put my money where my mouth is and like that's just something I wholeheartedly believe in. Do away with the pleasantries and let's get down yeah. to fucking business. Like what well, what the fuck is this? What is this? What do you wanna do? All right. And that's the approach he's taking, you know? Like you guys keep saying this ice and fucking border shit. Baltimore. You guys keep saying this ice and border shit. These motherfuckers are socialist. Yeah. You guys keep saying this, this, and that. Shut the fuck up. Do something for your town. Plus, another thing. Get it done. If by 2024, let's say, like, everything goes, you know, in Trump's favor in 2020, which you and I have been doing some research on this. A lot of economists predict that by in 2020, there's going to be another recession. 2020, early 2021. There could potentially be bigger problems on the table. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And while we're at it, like it's, you know, just to kind of chime you guys in on a little bit of the research we've done and some of the videos we've watched and things that we've read. There's economists out there that are predicting that the 2020 recession will be based off of household income. So in the Great Depression, it was the stock market crash. It was it October 29th? I forgot what year. It was like the they call it a black 
Black Monday, Black yeah, Tuesday yep. or something like that. Like, boom, the stock market crashed. It was a bubble. It was a bubble. Was that the one uh, in the Black Wall Street that they kind of, or no? Am I, am, am I? Black Wall Street. Uh, Black Wall, the one in uh, uh, the Wolf of Wall Street that they kind of cover. Yeah, they don't like you don't see it, but they talk about it. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. That, yeah. that was, but yep. that's what stemmed the Great Depression. Then in the early nineties, the dot com bubble, boom, and then the housing market in two thousand eight, boom. Yeah, and then they're saying that 2020, 2021 is a bubble based off of household debt, and it's true. A lot of Americans they're living very tight. Yep, college debt credit card debt too many fucking streaming services like just too many like expenses yeah and that it's all gonna come to a head because of this getting to the point where people are living or well, credit card debt and they say that that's that's where like the next, next economic crash is gonna stem from and then who knows what that could that could lead to that could lead to jobs being lost and if jobs are lost then houses are lost because people can't pay and well, actually, you've sent me some articles, and and really, it's just all pointing. It's all pointing to people living beyond their means. Really, yeah. All of it. All of it does get conjoined. Yeah. Well, with th- it. that's typically like it, if it's if it's the dot com crash or the market crash, it's businesses uh, doing things beyond their means. Yeah. If it's the housing market and what they're saying will be the household debt crash. That's people living beyond their means. It, yeah. Either way it goes, no matter what you do, if you're spending more money than what you're bringing in, whether you're a business, whether you're the government, whether you're a household, it's not going to work out for you. To be quite honest, if you're spending even close to what you're bringing in, like let's yeah. say you're not spending more than what you're bringing in, but if it's too close, it's probably not going to work out for you. Yep. You have to give yourself some cushion. Think about the decisions you make and 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 consider it because down the road, it um, it will come crashing down. If it, it can, does come it crashing can, down. and then and then inflation like banks off of this shit, like the fancy. The, the fancy living and beyond the means living that like so many Americans want inflation like like that's what grows inflation because it's just like oh they're gonna pay more for this type of car they're yeah. gonna pay more for this type of fridge they're gonna pay more for this because they want it because the neighbor has it they have it like so yeah. it says like hell yeah jack up the price because these goofies they're not gonna yeah. nah like listen like it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> like you're 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 killing you're, yourself. Like you're you're hurting your situation, and you're it's dead just in the water. Yeah, basically. And 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 that's that's the the thing that kills me of, of the way that that uh, and and I'm trying to remember who said this when they told this to Trump about the Baltimore. Said, oh well, since you have so much to say, why don't you get this federal money over here to to do some aid money? And it kills me because it's like, who are you to say where aid money should go? That's the whole point of this being a republic. Like, you guys have to get this shit together. And like, what if there is no aid money? <laughs> like, come on. What if there is no yeah. fucking aid money? Like, what the fuck? All, that's what I'm saying. All these safety nets has people like, oh, well, the government will be fine. Like, it'll fix no. it. No. Yeah. <laughs> it may not be. You have no idea. Like, and that's that's where history comes into play. Is like, take a look at, like, world history 
the situation that you live in, the country you live in, yes, it's great, but like countries, governments have been overthrown. Like things yeah. have collapsed. People have had to get the fuck out of Dodge, leave everything behind yeah. because where where they're at is so bad. I'm not trying to sound like a like a doomsday person, yeah. and I'm not saying that's necessarily going to happen. But take a little time to think that like shit may not always be so yeah. peachy. And you must always have that in the back of your mind when making decisions because it's like, well, listen, let's not get ahead of ourselves, you know? And it's funny the way you say that because, like, look at Spain taking over everything. Now it's, like, one of the poorest <laughs> fucking countries. Uh, look at Greece. Bad decisions. Yeah, it's like that used to be years and years and years ago the, the fucking mecca of all this shit. Like, oh, this is where... This is where shit is fucking... This is the modern civilization. And, like, you know, you fast forward. It's what what happened. What happened culturally? What happened financially? What type of wars were these people, you know? And these are things things. that you got to pay attention to. And, 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 And you could make a difference as a taxpayer by questioning everything. What the fuck are you taxing now? He may, though... And this is the thing. And remember, I've predicted this a few episodes back. Maybe like things change or maybe a recession no- never comes because I I truly believe that in his second term, he's going to like cut some heads. Mm-hmm. I really think so. Like, like everything about his character and the way he is suggests that he's going to do something drastic in a good way. Like I don't think anything bad. I don't think he's going to hit the red button and like nuke somebody. But but I think something drastic and if he does something drastic with like entitlement reform, yeah. it could possibly cut taxes so much where maybe people have more money and like maybe it's like not so bad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Something. I don't know. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. But I mean... you. Uh, second terms have always been kind of like, well, shit, I can't get reelected. Yeah. So let me let me start doing some some you know Obama kind of got in that mode with the executive orders. You know, at first it was easier because it was his first term. Yeah. And then he had people that agreed with him in the House. It was overwhelmingly Democrats. So it was really no pushback. Yeah. Second term is oh fuck it, executive order here, executive order there, executive order here, executive, and um. You could kind of do that going yeah. forward, knowing that this is it. So what am I going to do that's going to change this shit for the next couple of years? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it really just depends what route he takes. I mean, they've said this. And well, we, we, ta- we talked about it last episode, the whole interest rate thing, you know. If, 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 if they bring that shit down and he's able to work it where a lot of these tariffs just kind of ghost and you make some some deals that would, could make it kind of a I would cushion. imagine his people are looking into this because depending in 2020 if and when a recession hits that could also hurt his chances of re-election because one of his big meal tickets is the economy yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's something like very easy for a democratic candidate to use oh well, yeah you said the economy but look we're you know, so I'd imagine his people and them and are looking into it, and that might be why he's so interested in the interest rates and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to stay tuned, obviously, with that. But um, 
I'm trying to best prepare myself. Right. <laughs> um, before we close out, something like quick and fun. We saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with the guys. Yes. Uh, let's just you know yeah. do a little bit of a back and forth on it. Like, what would you think? Um, what for I, people that don't know, Once Upon a Time Time in Hollywood is Quentin Tarantino's new movie. Uh, yeah. So we're Quentin Tarantino fans. Yeah, he's he's definitely one of our favorite directors, and uh, I was excited. But but the thing is, with this movie, I kind of. I don't know. I, my maybe my mood was just kind of like, eh, let me just see it. I'm not which, kind of expecting. Which, not to interrupt you, but that's another thing different in us culturally. Like, how many people from us, like, even follow director, like, from where we grew up, even follow directors or, yeah, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's more of a, you see, like, more white people on that shit. Yeah. You know, so this just like another little. Hell yeah. I know caveat. more directors than actors. I care more about directors than actors. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like like I'll tell you who directed the movie more than who's acted in it. I'm always asking, oh, what was that actor's name? Yeah. What's that actor's name? Is but then I'll know the director. Oh, he's Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh yeah, that's a beast. Oh, this guy, and then you know, the the like. You see that the directors are more important than the actors. Yeah, yeah. Even even right now, it's pissing me off not knowing the guy who directed. Uh, uh. Well, I know who he is. But I can't remember his name. It was like Ref Remf, uh, the from Drive. Drive, yeah, yeah. I, it's hard Ref. to pronounce, yeah. yeah. But I know who you're talking about. But stuff like that pisses me off when it's a director. Like, man, I gotta know who it is. But then the actors, like, I could forget. Yeah. So, but but yeah, I I I, I really, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I also understood what he was kind of trying to do, and. Uh, wasn't necessarily an approach that I think we would have taken. Yeah, I felt like there were a lot of missed opportunities. Yeah, so so, but then I was like, well, shit, that this is what he was trying to do. I could see what he's trying to do, but even in what he was trying to do within the movie, I felt like some of the stuff did feel short. Uh, we were talking about uh, the girl, shit, who who plays Sharon Tate, um. Uh, she was kind of I, I want to say she was Wonder Woman in the Justice League because there was a purpose for her and it, and, and she wasn't forced upon I and I, I feel like the history of it because Sharon Tate was like the, the, the one of the women that, that was uh, well actually it, she was she was uh, the wife of uh, of the director who ended up uh, getting killed. Yeah, Roman Polanski, a motherfucking pedophile. Well, he didn't <laughs> get killed. She got yeah, killed. Yeah, she, she got killed. In real life. In real life, yeah. So, um, so that was her whole purpose in the movie was all like, this girl's there, and she's the neighbor of DiCaprio's character, and obviously, that's where that that realm, the realm of like the the Manson murders kind of came yeah. to fruition. Which I was under the impression it was going to have more to do with the Manson murders yeah. and more to do with Charles Manson and the Manson family. Um. I've, that, and that's what made me feel like there were missed opportunities because that time in history was like just so culturally vibrant. Like there's just so many things that could have been done with it, and I felt like there was missed opportunities. Obviously, DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, like their performances were awesome. Yeah, Brad Pitt, yeah. like way better. Like, like I liked his character more than DiCaprio's character. Yeah, it's weird. I liked his character more. 
but I liked DiCaprio's acting. I guess DiCaprio had a little bit more to act with. Oh yeah, definitely. And I've never seen DiCaprio in a in a not dominant role. Like he was kind of weak in this yeah, movie. Yeah, that, that, that's what made me like just I was like in awe of his acting because it was like this is totally not I, what I'm used to. In, in The Departed, he was like dominant. He 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 obviously had like a lot of issues in the, his character in The Departed. In The Departed. The like, Departed. <laughs> uh, like he had a lot of uh, issues, but yeah. he was still pretty dominant. Aviator, very dominant. Revenant, yeah. very dominant. But yeah. this was like he was kind of yeah, he like unsure a, of himself. Yeah, yeah. He did he did that so well. And then like the little stutter and everything. It was just so natural, so seamless. Yeah. So I felt like being him was, I, I feel like his role was a harder role to play. Yeah, I could rock with it. But I feel like Brad Pitt's character was like fucking jewels in Pulp Fiction. Like this is the best character. Like this yeah. is the coolest motherfucker. Like this is the one you'll remember. Yeah. You know? And and and, and I, I just really liked his and character. And he was so memorable because yeah. everyone in Hollywood is so weird and he's like just like the most normal one, you know? Yeah, yeah. He was normal and then like kinda like just down, down to earth. earth. Yeah, exactly. It, it was it was really it was weird because like somehow, some way it it was almost like you could I, I don't think he intended to do this because he was kind of like you know this is a love letter for Hollywood but it kind of it kind of worked in, in an American beauty type of way where like like the people in society how yeah. like DiCaprio you know like he, he was like the upper class in in, sen- in, a, in a sense but like definitely not as well rounded yeah. As like like him, he's he was like more blue collarish. Yeah. In mingling with that world, but kind of like going back down to like where he's from. Yeah. And so and so just he had that world like every opportunity to be in that world as a blessing rather than whereas DiCaprio, who is well off, he just always seemed like he wasn't happy with where you where he was and yeah. how things were, you know. Yeah, and that's why I, what I enjoyed, like that that he did this, like it was a, it was a small little nuance, like when when uh the like the beautiful women were sleeping and then they were snoring. Yeah, because I think what he was trying to go for was obviously like, oh look, she's pretty, but like even 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 prettiness has the shit that you got to deal with. Type oh of thing. yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. Like, that's definitely what this I is the like surface he was level. For. Yeah. yeah. Or like the food, remember, like the dog can, like the. Yeah. There was something to be that, that he was trying to say with this. Yeah. Without saying it, and so it did have its Pulp Fiction moments. It just the and you dialogue could, and you could kind of see that that he it, it, or at least it seemed as though Tarantino has a love hate, yeah, vibe or or sentiment towards towards Hollywood. Yeah. You, you could tell that it's just like the world and and like you got to take the good with the bad so it's like okay well i love this i'm a creator i'm a this but this is the shit that you see and that's where margaret uh, Mar- uh margot robe uh, yeah i was gonna say margaret robe margaret margot robe her character had that naiveness yeah like oh i'm, I'm look i'm i'm like every time she would walk it was kind of like really angelic and like yeah. oh look at me i'm just so beautiful to look at uh, which I got the idea and I understood, but then at the same time I felt like the, he he kind of underutilized her. He could have had a little bit more, like like the the scene that what well, we talked about, like the second act was the lacking part, the the, 
the there was good things in the second act, but then there was a lot of like just filler. And if you notice, I I, I just kind of put it together, but it makes sense. If you notice what he was trying to say with the ending, are we spoiling it? I'm gonna try not to. Okay. Was that these guys who you're relatively unaware of? Yeah. Are really the ones to thank. Yeah. For for your 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 nice life. So like, if you yeah. notice that, like this guy who's like kind of, if you look at, because if you look at DiCaprio's character, no family, like he was by himself, yeah. kind of uncertain of himself, and then Cliff, more certain of himself, but not a lot of money. Yeah. Like you could tell, he's kind of like an unsung hero of Hollywood. Yeah. But yet, these are your heroes. Yeah, these 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 guys are your heroes. You don't even realize it. Like and like for you to like have some of the nice things and family and friends that you have and like yeah. things be so seamless, you get to you don't even like realize that like it's because of them. Yeah, yeah. And then I mean, if you think about it too, is like then you saw how he heavily. I don't want to say he heavily favored, but you could tell that he has a really. He has passion for like those like the stuntmen and the people behind the scenes. The unsung heroes, yeah. yeah. The guys, the guys that are like he wants the guys that that deserve that don't deserve to feel like they're they're obsolete. He wants them to feel like they could have their moment to shine once again. And that's what the whole I don't want to spoil it, but the whole flamethrower thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, if you notice, he rocks with a lot of guys like Kurt Russell, like he, like Tarantino rocks with a lot of those type of actors that, like, they're way past their prime. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But he still gives them their moment. Yeah. Yeah, that shit, man. Oh, that's and that's one thing that you will not lack is that those like one, two, or three moments, classic Tarantino moments. Yeah. And, and and you said it best. It's like for for him, this movie was what a mediocre Jay Z or Eminem album is. It's like you're still getting fucking flaming young, but it's just like your ass was getting fucking. It's not their best, but it's still better than everything yeah. else out. Yeah, your ass was fucking. You, you thought you had the mashed potatoes with it and everything. This you know you got spoiled. And yeah. and, and come on, but think about it. It was the hateful eight was the last one before that it was Django Unchained then in Glorious Bastards who the fuck do we think we are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, on some real shit you're right with that though yeah. it's just like it's kind of like like he's probably like what the fuck do you people want from me <laughs> so and, and, and to me it's like I'm not I'm, I'm obviously not gonna be like oh I'm not gonna give false credit either but I'm gonna be like listen I could tell this was kind of like a passion project. More so, yeah. And 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 you could tell, like you could tell, he didn't really give a shit as much. Like he gave a shit in the like in the art of it, like like what we talked about, the cinematography. Yeah, the I would say technically, from a technical aspect, it's probably in his top three. Yeah. But it's just he was just a little he directed greedy. the shit out of this movie. Yeah. It just he didn't write the shit out of it. Yeah. He. What it was is he was greedy in the sense of like he wanted to tell his story. Yeah. I don't care that it's this time frame and I don't care yeah, what you want to hear. That's what that is. It's my story. This is what I this is what I want to say. It, it was his statement. Yeah. And in doing so, you did leave certain aspects that could have been explored. 
especially by him of all knowing that they could yeah. have been explored by him of all people i think that's the, yeah i think that's the part and 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 like for instance i think it was habib's that brought up an interesting point he was like well what if like a guy like jonah hill had directed it oh this would be a modern day classic right to us. It, like it would be like damn he he directed the shit out of it he did a very good job but and you wouldn't really expect more than what you got but knowing that it's tarantino it's just like to have some of those ideas explored by him Wow, but the didn't. pool party was a perfect example. You guys will see one uh, moment where like Steve McQueen is there, and he has some dialogue, and you 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 had said that that could have been done better, and I, I completely agree. Yeah, way more in depth about could, about Sharon Tate and who she used to date it versus who she dates now, and that whole situation. It could have gotten it fell deep. very flat. Yeah. Yeah. So, but still watch it. Still watch it. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely like I would definitely recommend it. It's probably still will probably somehow end up be the best movie you see this year. But we thought it could have been better for a Tarantino movie. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show does continue to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep sharing it. Remember, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Google, Stitcher. Check out our music, any major music streaming platform. Type in Audio Apes. Our catalog pops up. We'll talk to you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.